Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, as we go into our eighth year of show, we celebrate and look back at the reverence given to Sami Zayn this past week at Elimination Chamber, but not for too long because the righteous Reverend Cody Rhodes is gearing up to preach his sermon to an audience of WrestleMania proportions. Plus, there's a new women's champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and that is something, folks, you can bank on. So put down the drugs, Tony Khan, because it's the 328th episode of Kings of the Rings podcast. 329th, I believe. 28th, 29th, who cares? Church Tabernacle, exclusively on Wrestle Radio, and it starts right now. You know, I was right. It was the 29th, 329, 329, 329 hours. I, I got it at some point. Yeah, 329. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to King's Rings Podcast, episode number 329, Church Tabernacle, of course. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. No guest uh, this week. We were taking a break from a guest, but we might have a guest next week uh, as we go all elite next week. Is it me? No, no. You are here all the time with me, <laughs> as always, and celebrating a 28th birthday from last year. We already gave you a happy birthday, but whatever. Hey, Will, how you doing? Oh, good, man. 28th is the same as 27, except I don't have to worry about being dead like Kurt Cobain. So that's always a plus. So far. You know, I'm very, I'm, I did not put pineapple on my pizza. What is this? <laughs> I, oh, I, God damn I didn't, dare I didn't have any other ideas. I'm sorry. Well, here's the thing. I don't, I don't hate pineapple on my pizza. It's not my first, third, second, third, fourth, or fifth choice. Like, if it's there, I'll eat it. Okay. But I'll never order it. Gotcha. You ever tried scrambled eggs on pizza? Oh, that sounds amazing. Don't knock. Oh, it's great. It's, it's about. No, no, you, you know I was going to hate it. But that, sounds, that sounds fucking awesome. You should go to Australia then. They are. They live a wild life down there. Oh, baby. I'll put kangaroo in my pizza. They, uh, you might not want to do that. Do they eat kangaroo? Kangaroo's delicious. No, they treat kangaroo like we treat deer. We just kind of run them over. Oh, well, we eat deer too, but we mainly. Run I've them never over. had kangaroo. I had gator down there, but. Gator's delicious. Gator is delicious. Kangaroo's delicious. And uh, Taquan's mom, also delicious. <laughs> it's going to be one of those night folks. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Taquan. Yeah, so before we get into this. Yeah, so before we get into anything, so uh, apparently, according to Will, which we found out last week, uh, this show turned eight years old? I totally forgot to mention that last week. Yeah. Yeah, like the eight-year the eight anniversary. It's sometime in February. I always forget the exact date because I don't have the actual date of the first episode because it doesn't really exist. And if it Correct. does, I don't know if it does, to be honest, because the first episode, the funny story is that uh, I recorded on a laptop in my dorm room sophomore year. I don't remember if it was the week before my birthday, week of my birthday, week after my birthday. Okay. So um, I think it was the week before, but – my computer only had like four gigabytes of RAM because that's what computers were back then. <laughs> and yeah. I couldn't run Skype to talk to Christian and audition at the same time. Oh. So the audio was recording, but it was it was skipping and jumping because my computer was like running at 100% max. Jesus. So that was the problem. Yeah, that's, that's the first podcast I've ever recorded. And I, it doesn't exist because I got rid of it. So the first one's technically episode two. Um. That released on February fifteenth, I believe. Okay, so. so yeah, so last week, ish. ish. So yeah, it's like it's February is the eight years. Yeah, so yeah, celebrate eight years. Yeah, we made it, Ricky. That's very. That's so weird. Yeah, isn't it wild? That is kind of wild. Like I don't see it as eight years. Well, the show at least I came in probably around what year three? No, year year two. Year two. Yeah, year two. Third, yeah, it was the second year, but it was episode like thirty six or thirty seven. Thirty three, I believe. Thirty three. Fuck. Yeah, thirty three. I've been here. Yeah, I took. I guess I took. I guess I took a lot of weeks off. I'm you know, I took, I... literally coming on three hundred episodes. Yeah, Very that is soon. pretty wild. Give or take, give or wild. take. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Three hundred episodes of this goddamn show, uh, but still somehow is afloat. By people and listeners like you. That's my own PSA. So happy birthday to us. Uh, I'll drink water to that. I guess. I got beer in the fridge, but it's all in the fridge. Yeah, but I mean, it's eight. You know, like, I don't know what the, what do you do when you celebrate eight years? Eh, it's just, hey, we turned eight. You know, we're in second grade. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Ambrose Cashin. That's where uh, Ricky came in for that's. That's right. That was Ricky's first episode. That was the Ambrose Cashin. Yes, that was an impromptu show, and it was great. 
Uh, speaking of impromptu, we're going to be following this all night because we don't know when it's actually going to happen, but I got word of this. Uh, Will right as I was preparing for the show today, uh, Tony Khan, everybody's favorite drug-induced owner of wrestling, um, says he has an important announcement um, that's going to happen sometime tonight as we are recording during AEW Dynamite. No one has a clue what it is. He has an important announcement. It's not a big announcement. It's an important announcement. So I think the wordplay is very important here. Uh, I have no idea what it is. Will, do you want to take a shot in the dark at what it could be? Wrong answers only. Oh, he's coming out of the closet. (laughs) Tony Khan is going to come out and go, I am non-binary and gay, and you all know what that means. (laughs) I can't wait. <laughs> Honestly, dude, if TK came out as gay, I think I'd like him even more. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. I mean, I feel like his I feel like his announcement's going to be that he bought WCW. And then somebody's going to whisper in his ear that that's not possible. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I did not buy WCW. I bought WCW backwards, which is also... <laughs> WCW. <laughs> honestly, though, I wouldn't be surprised if he announced the date for Forbidden Door 2. That's what people are saying, and I, I swear to God, if it's... If it's WCCW. <laughs> Dude, if Dynamite has a third hour press, I'm never watching it again. <laughs> like, I can't. I cannot. I swear to God, if I do another special in fucking Chicago, like, find another city. <laughs> My God, find another city, Tony. For the love of God, find another city. He bought the WEA. <laughs> yes. Now we're talking. Now we're in the business. Now we're going to have to watch. Could you imagine if, like, Tony Khan just, like, bought our podcast? One, sold. Sold. <laughs> Number one, sold. What you want. <laughs> Can I still do it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I ask. Like, let me be on the road. Let me still do it. Just don't keep, just keep me away from Jericho. I'll, I'll host with Jericho. That's fine. I don't think Jericho would host. I know Jericho has a lot to say. He's he gets bored. Dude, Jericho kind of likes likes the way his farts smell. To be honest, when he talks about AEW, yeah, he does. He's a little 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 not humble, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah he's not not one bit at all. I was like, I get it, I get it. You you found somebody who was gullible enough to let you do whatever the fuck you wanted. It's like, Jericho, you're not wrong, but let's not pretend that Kenny Omega isn't here. <laughs> and the Young Bucks aren't here. here. And Cody didn't do it first. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you were, you were important for on-screen stuff, but don't pretend like that, like, that translates to off-screen yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, I don't think he really did much off-screen. I, I, I don't know, because... We'll never know. But It's like, yeah, did you carry the company? Kind of, but you had, it's not like you didn't have help. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. The Ocho, whatever he's calling himself. I don't know. Who but we did put him on Mount Rushmore. I don't know if you're going to start regretting that anytime soon. Did we put it? Well, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, you put him on, motherfucker. I don't and regret it. Vote. Just, because he's a, just because he's kind of a dick doesn't mean he's a great wrestler, and he's probably one of the most accomplished wrestlers of our time. Like He is the modern-day Terry Funk, for sure. Yeah. I can't knock what he's done. Like, most of his, you know, most of his characters have been a hit in some iteration or not. I just can't wait for Chris Jericho to win the ECW championship from Raven this April. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good at Barely Legal 3. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. So, yeah, Tony Khan has some sort of big-ass announcement uh, that hopefully we'll find out about very soon. We'll find out during the show because it already – well, if you listen to this, you already know what it is because the show show airs. I have a show show on right now. Orange Cassidy is hugging – uh, Wheeler, I believe, right now. Uh, so that's a thing. Uh, okay. I swear to you, as I'm watching this really quickly, this looks more like WCW as, like as as it gets older because like they have like they have a new set, which is great. I love the new AEW set. I was like, finally, modern times. Um, like I like it. It looks nice. But now they have the advertisements, like they have DraftKings little markers on in the corners on the on, on the apron on the apron on the, apron. Uh, on, on, the, on, the on the mat. I mean, on the actual mat. Yeah, I'm glad WWE WWE does not do that. Yeah, because it just it it does bother me a little bit. Yeah, although I'm not gonna lie, it does help in UFC because you get to kind of know where in the octagon they are. 
I get it because it's like a, it's pretty much a fake circle. But yes, I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But with, with WWE, it's just like it. I it's four corners. Square. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's four corners. It's, stop uh, it. it's a wide shot most of the time. Like, it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. difficult. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know, but yeah, it's just I don't like the I just don't like the the sponsorship stuff. Like I get DraftKings, you double dipping bastards, but you know. Oh hey man, they need to make money somewhere. That's true. They're not making it on. Awesome. I mean, we make fun of TK for not making money. Now we're making fun of him for making money. That kind of sounds like a hypocrite to me, Ricky. Uh, no, no, no. I just don't like the visual of the of the sponsorship on the mat. Oh, I'll call myself a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has to. That's all. So this is the developing story. We'll find out when we find out. Who knows what will happen um, during the show. But judging by our luck, it'll happen when the show's when our show is finished what we will be talking about not this week but next week but i do want to kind of prep you for this aw revolution is next week who knew Woo! yeah it's going to be from the chase center home of this of the fighting stephen curry's um on march 5th so we are going to be doing a giant preview of that including what is going to be the main event mjf versus Brian danielson for the aw world title in a shocker to me, a 60-minute Iron Man match. And I'm concerned because I don't think MJF can actually legitimately wrestle for 60 minutes. Ah, oh, dude, I think it'll be fine. I, I like, the not the purest in me, but, like, kind of the wrestling, wrestling, the marquee wrestling fan of me is, like, I, you know, you, you think of 60-minute Iron Man, you think this is something that is kind of a sacred match that shows the best of what you can do. And I can just picture MGF kind of bullshitting for, like, half of it. Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, I think, um, I think Iron Man matches are overrated. Hmm. Okay. 30 minutes I like, because it's just a quick 30. 60 minutes is a long time. You gotta be telling a really good story. It's like that, but it's just like, you're, wait, you're, just, you're just waiting most of the time. It's like you're, you're waiting for those last five minutes. It feels like it. This it drags mm-hmm. for the sake of dragging. Like if if they just went sixty minutes and you didn't know it was an Iron Man match, yeah, they can be they can be boring as Fred says, with spelled out phonetically, boring. Mm-hmm. So like I know I have said before in this podcast that Brett Sean at WrestleMania 13 is like the greatest match of all time because one an hour and with, with overtime. You watch it back, a lot of rest holds. It is a lot of rest holds. A lot of rest holds. I mean, can you think of any match, any Iron Man match where they go hard for the 60 minutes like AEW goes hard for their matches? I don't not know. Really. But, like, if you look at this, Brian Denson is not a person that goes hard all the time. He has spurts of energy. Yeah, true. And I'm interested to see how technical this is going to be and how much pizzazz this is going to be. And because it's so interesting. But we'll talk about it next week. But hopefully, um, Angle Brock on SmackDown was a good Iron Man match. But we'll talk about we'll talk about this a lot more uh, next week when we focus a lot more on AEW. Also, and, when they have a card announced. Yeah, yeah. And also in other parts of the wrestling world, because this also happened on Saturday in San Jose, California. Surprise, surprise. Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks, is now the second ever IWGP Women's Champion, beating the first champion, Kyrie. Uh, and what everybody said was actually a really good match. I saw the clips. It seemed... Uh, Seemed like it was a, they, they worked really well together, which if you watch them in NXT, when Shots was down there for a little bit, they worked really well together. So I ex- yeah, it's, it's pretty wild yeah. that their first champion was a transition champion. No, when, no she won before uh, Wrestle Kingdom. How long did Kyrie hold it for? Like two months? No, like four. Four months? Yeah. How many times did she defend it? She won in, I believe she won in like November... Because they, they, she won in like November. Uh, she defended at Wrestle Kingdom. Like she won, she won the event to win to become the inaugural champion. So that's not a defense. Yep. That's a win. Defense, defense, a win. Defended at Wrestle Kingdom. Then Sasha showed up. I believe so. Oh, right, I take it back. Not a transition champion. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, good, good for uh, Mercedes. Where was this match? It looks like it was filmed in Impact. No, San Jose. Looks like it was filmed in the Impact Studios. I guess if Impact Studios had like a studio how, in San Jose. How big was the crowd? Like 800 people? No, I think from what I can see just from this picture that we showed here of Sasha winning that really, really small title. Uh, but she also has a really, really small waist. Um, it seems like it was a two-level arena. Interesting. Yeah, because it's like, it's like, damn, damn, Sasha, you gave up uh, WrestleMania for this? Listen, she's, oh, living, okay. she's living the dream. 
Uh, she's happy. I mean, she's she living the dream. I mean, she she had her. She wanted to wrestle in Japan, and she set up a San Jose. <laughs> well, she had. Well, she's the IWGP Women's Champion, so this is where she won the title. And this is where they were going to bring in money because she's known right now over here. Yeah, you know, I don't think this is settling. This is just elevating, in my opinion. I think it's just elevating her overall wrestling talent. She's done something only two women in wrestling have ever done before because IWGP never really recognized women as a title. So it's kind of another. Kind of a groundbreaking accolade for her. Um, I did I did see in the crowd, which is very interesting because this happened the same night as Elimination Chamber, which is all the way in Canada. Um, there was some footage of Naomi, uh, Bailey, and Tamina were all in the crowd supporting her. Bailey was wearing like an all like like this giant jumpsuit, but it was all like uh, dollar bills and shit. Oh, money! Yeah, I she was it. money. Yeah. <laughs> Some money. And also to be known, it's uh, to join her in the ring, because Kyrie gave her the, like, the hands up and pointing at the person uh, approval. Bailey started a Monet chant. Very nice. Um, but also, and that's how they hugged. Aww. They hugged it out, yes. But also at the end, she was seen posing with, guess who? The Rainmaker, Kazusuke Okada, giving his seal of approval to, uh, to Mercedes Monet as well. I love how both both champions now have this whole thing with money because he's the rainmaker and you hear the coin drop whenever he shows up. Yeah. And now you have uh, Mercedes Monet as like the CEO of wrestling, which is a great evolution of her character, which we said before, but more power to her. I feel like she is probably the person that's going to go in a Cody Rhodes-like run right now and just yeah, dominate else? the indies. Oh, well, she stays at AEW. She'll be fine. I mean, that's, yeah, I think what a lot of people want to see now, because this actually never happened, really, in WWE when they were both in there, um, Mercedes versus Mickey, because Mickey's on her way out, and Mickey's the Impact Champion, the Knockout yeah, Champion. She, she needs, next time she said next time she loses, she retires. Yeah. She's on that flare run. Yes. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind Mercedes Monet retiring Mickey James, that'd be pretty cool. And her winning the Impact title and kind of just running roughshod like that, that would be very interesting. Yeah, we'll see how it is. Like, I, that, I think that would be a great passing of a torch for Mickey. Because Mickey already has a Hall of Fame career. She doesn't really need to do anything else. Mm-hmm. At all. But no, congratulations to Mercedes Monet because I didn't want to leave that out because was, it was a big week in sports. Especially on Saturday. The XFL came back. You had Elimination Chamber at the cinemas. Uh, Mercedes Monet winning the title, which is a foregone conclusion. You know, um, if anybody saw the writings on the wall. Because she just prints money. And the NHL, yeah, and the NHL Stadium Series was also happening all in the same day. Which is yeah, dude, nuts. Saturday was a wild day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was also like college basketball and the NBA. Month. Oh, and the NBA All Star Saturday Night was a thing. The dunk contest. I heard a dunk contest was pretty nanners. It was. It was a freaking. This guy pretty much did a seven twenty and dunked the ball. Nice. Yeah. The like the the most. His name is Matthew McClung. He's a D-League player, and they'd, like, Philadelphia 76 assigned him to a two-week contract, and he won the dunk contest. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. It was an amazing Saturday. It was amazing. I, I ate Johnny Rockets. Really? Where? Yeah. Uh, and there's one in Hoboken. Oh. Did- yeah, so Jazz, Jazz and I went and saw... Um, titanic in 4k 3d at the theater so before we go to, before we go to you movie, saw people die in 4k 3d <laughs> oh dude it's the best i gotta tell you man uh so we did that we did that for my birthday and but before we go to the movie theater we always eat johnny rockets interesting so that's, like, that's like, an interesting like, call well because uh the the, the the theater was in well the original theater was in the mall at the newport mall in Jersey city okay and is the theater's always next to the food court. Okay. And in the in the food court was a Johnny Rockets. So we'd always mm. just be like, oh, let's go see a movie, and just eat Johnny the Rockets, Rockets before, because it's, it's right there. It's the best thing in the food court. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like a thing we do. I do agree with you, Taquan. Why are we lining the pockets of James Cameron? But that's another topic for another time. Let's move on to the again, as Triple H said on the press conference or the presser afterwards, a record-breaking elimination chamber for views, gate, so on and so forth. This is probably going to be a trend because I will tell you, uh, Montreal, Canada went knucking futz for WWE 
this past weekend. And to, in my opinion, and I was talking to Fretz about this the other day, I was like, how come Montreal's never had a WrestleMania? Because I feel like they're in line for one. Where is, what's, what stadium do they have up there? Nothing. I think that's the issue. Hey, that's that's <laughs> I think, why. <laughs> I don't think they have no. a stadium since the Expos left and became the Nationals. Yeah, right. Well, they got to play in the Toronto Skydome. Well, that's in what, Toronto. The, the Toronto? Yeah, good luck with that. They, they did it before. The Skydome was a great scene. WrestleMania, though? Yeah, it's one of the best there. WrestleManias ever. That was it's Rock really Hogan. That was TLC, too. Mm. It's all of the same. Jericho was the champion. He lost to Triple H, but whatever. It's a good WrestleMania. Um, but, yeah, no. If Montreal had, like, a, a you know, a state-of-the-art 60,000, 70,000-seat arena, then maybe they would be able to do it. But I don't think Montreal's the infrastructure for it. But be it as it may, Elimination Chamber was off the wall, preempted by... Everything that happened on Friday at SmackDown, like that was a nuts crowd on SmackDown. Yeah, that was smart. Them going to Montreal the, the, the night before as well. Yeah, yeah, they just then Ottawa them. the night after, a Sunday, the Monday after. Ottawa the Monday after. Yeah, it was a mini tour, mini tour of Canada. It was great. So let's get into what we really want to talk about. Uh, the man of the weekend, Sami Zayn, one of became one of the biggest stars in wrestling. If he wasn't already. In an absolute loss match you saw coming a mile away. And everything about this was beautiful. From when they brought back Worlds Apart the night before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. to That five <laughs> minutes of just screaming and chanting. Yeah. To clearly Nuts. him ad-libbing the entire thing. <laughs> to, the, to the return of the fuck you Roman chants. Beautiful. Dude, they were chanting fuck you Roman when he wasn't even out there. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even show up till the next day. Yeah, he was he is he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, what my god, there's not there's there's so many things you could say about this. The match itself unbelievable, great cinema, doing a lot with just placement of people. For instance, when Jay showed up, all he did was stand in between Roman and Sammy, and that visual was the perfect thing. Yeah, where is he going to go? Yeah. Pool. I do have one gripe about this match. Please. So they, no, 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 Cody. No, <laughs> no. I'd, if I really wanted to piss off the marks, I would say no, Cody, and like kind of clip that and just put it everywhere. Why didn't Cody get the fucking save? Why did Ko get the save? He's not part of the storyline. No, I, I didn't. I like. I loved the the double the double knocking out of the reps. I was like, okay, we're we, we're going to go into uncharted territory. We're really going to kind of drag this out. I wish Cam would have came in for the save during the match. Oh, uh, okay. After yeah, the match, seemed, after the match, I was like, "What's the point?" Well, the point was so Sammy could get a standing O. I yeah, I, I get right. It. You wanna you wanna end the show on a happy note with Sammy standing in the ring, getting his getting uh getting his moment. I feel like he was gonna get that regardless, and you didn't need Cam. Like I would have loved to see Sammy again try his hardest shenanigans all happening and then he still loses and then he's left by himself in the ring yeah and then he kind of gets like that undertaking standing up like we did at mania uh, 30 yeah i get that it's it's nitpicky like it was still wildly effective when he hit the when he hit the aluva kick and the blue thunder bomb those false finishes were absolutely absurd roman <laughs> just played a great heel right like he knew exactly what to do he knew when to shit talk he knew when to like Rub it, rub it in his face. He knew to kick out at two point nine 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 nine. Like he did, <laughs> yeah. he just, he just did everything perfectly. Like he taunted the crowd, like, and they just they let the crowd breathe. You know, they just walked around in circles for like three minutes to start off the match. Oh yeah, to the point where I was like, okay, start doing something. But I was like, okay, hold on though. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta wait it out. What I loved about it during, well, love, I love Samantha uh, Irving or Samantha Taylor, whatever her name is. She was losing her mind, screaming Roman's name, which I thought was a great way to piss off all the fans. Um, and I loved how when you look at the when they were, she was announcing both of them, Roman's like essentially like wafting the belts at Sammy's family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, Sammy kissing his wife was really funny. I think that was an ad lib by him, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, you know, she makes the the the, uh, the ring announcer. She makes like a hundred hundred eighty grand a year. What? Yeah. What? Greg, Hamil- Greg Hamilton made three hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah. What are we doing wrong? 
you know, the pipes of an angel do it. And ring announcers make a lot of money. That's right. although when she when she was in NXT, she made like seventeen thousand though. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they they yeah, that's that's your starter job. That's your entry level. Once you get once you get to the main show, you're great. Yeah. Um. Damn, that's nuts. But no. Yeah, WWE, WWE pays her on screen talent very very well. Yeah, and I she is technically on screen talent. She is. She has people know who, who she who's is. Who's the other guy? Mike Rome is that his name? It's Mike Rome. Yeah. Mike Rome. He gets pipe. I think he gets paid like three hundred thousand. He's also like a voice two, actor. Two fifty. Yeah. He's like a legit voice actor. I'd love to have that job. <laughs> I know. Um, even though it's really dominated by like one woman. Uh, she plays a lot of characters. Uh, but I also like how Sammy's wife, because I was like, did he tell her everything that was going to happen? But like she played it up pretty well going toe to toe with Roman. Would you tell her? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't like when freaking Adam Cole got like thrown through a table and he, he clearly didn't tell Britt Baker. You know, yeah, but Brit, Brit should know she's a wrestler. <laughs> she acted like she didn't know, <laughs> right? But still, you know what I mean? Like, how do you not like? What do you think was gonna happen? You, 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 you've been put through tables. Like, shut up. <laughs> but like, yeah, like if I was Sami Zayn, I wouldn't tell her. Fuck it, get the general reaction. It's hilarious. It's nice. It's a nice rib on your wife. Yeah, no, she played. If she knew or not, she played up really well. I loved how he went to the whole family. I love how I guess it was like the uncle or the brother, like holding the kids back. Uh-huh. From Roman, like it was, it was played played up really well. I also loved all of the. If Sammy wins, we riot. There were like a lot of sides. Five of them. Yeah, three or four or five of them. And then there was and one guy. Rioting. They were just they were left too speechless. Yeah, that was the best part about it. He lost, and it was like he was like Roman sucked the life out of him. It is pretty wild, right? No, no like not even booze, right? The crowd was hot all night. The whole, the whole, like the whole. They came out to play from bell to bell, yeah. match to match. But once someone got that pinfall, nothing. Yeah, Just they were silence. They were heartbroken. Like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Fucking idiots. They were heartbroken. Like, they didn't have, they didn't even have the, like, any energy left to boo him. And we were, I was joking with my friends. I was like, Roman better, like, because the way that this was leading up to that main event... I thought Roman was legitimately going to have something very horrible happen to him if he stayed around long. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I really hope he has like a getaway car. That's why he got, that's why he got out of there quick. He's dipped. <laughs> he was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, once K with the stunner, he's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I, right will, I will say this. Paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman. Him Kicking trying the, the second worst stunner ever. Him trying to fight Kevin Owens. I was like, his bitch slaps were hilarious. I was like, Paul, you are from Long Island. I know you know how to fight better than this. Like, don't you're making us look bad, Paul. I think that's how I would have hit. That's how I would have hit KO. <laughs> just like that. Just <laughs> so bad. Like playing patty cake. And with then his he back. came out of Raw with a fucking neck brace. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> Fucking asshole. So coming out of this and even leading into this, um, a lot of people were saying, oh, we talked about the KO attack too, but a lot of people uh, were saying, well, it's a great spot by the Usos there. But a lot of people were saying that Sami Zayn himself deserves to be in the WrestleMania main event. I agree. In the tag team match. <laughs> You know, and, and I, I yeah. do. I I think the tag belts could main event WrestleMania for sure. I do. I don't think that's ridiculous to say at all. I don't either because it's not. The tag titles are a thing where, at this point in time, the tag titles are engulfed in the bloodline storyline. So it's not the tag titles main eventing; it's, it's the bloodline, bloodline main eventing. Yeah, like like okay, which which is which match do you care about more? Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus the Usos, or Charlotte, uh, Rhea. Charlotte Rhea will, I believe, will start night one. Yeah. So what main events night one? Bianca Kana. Bianca. Oh, I think thanks. Bianca Kana will main event night two. Well, yeah, I mean, but, not main event. I will begin night two. But this story of uh, begin night two. Yeah, yeah. Begin night two. So what would the main event night one? No, it's oh my fault. I said I I, I got it wrong. Charlotte, um, Charlotte Rhea should start night one. Bloodline main event night one. Yeah, that's what I, th- I, th- I totally agree. That's yeah. what should happen. Like, yeah, you want Sami to you want Sami Zayn to main event at WrestleMania? I agree. 
But should he go up against Roman again? No. We already had it. He had his moment. Yeah, he already mentioned it. Like, this is my WrestleMania. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Like, they, <laughs> they, they, did, they did leave room there for him to squeak, weasel his way in, though. Mm-hmm. You have the whole KO, will they, won't they be friends? And uh, Which is also smart, right? Make him earn it. Yeah. And they're going to play the song. Do not forget Sami Zayn kicked him in the dick back in November? Like, we all going to forget all that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was like, let's go ask Jay for help. Ooh, you speared him. Oops. Yeah. He didn't, he, not only did he kick him in the dick, he fucking haluba kicked him in, to win war games. Yeah. To pledge his allegiance to the bloodline. You know, too. But the, to think that Sammy is going to supersede, supersede Reverend Cody Rhodes for the main event, main event of night two of WrestleMania, you are out of your goddamn mind. I don't want a triple threat. Triple threat is just like... We had that already. We don't need to do it again with Roman. That is just like, great. Now Sammy's going to eat another pin? Like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Because I, honestly, I think Roman wins, to be honest. I don't. I think... I think I think Roman pins Cody. The It might be only because... Only if they want Roman to pass a thousand days as champion. Which I do. It's a reason why I, I do, but also I think Cody Cody needs to earn it a little more. I mean, how much more can you earn it after tearing your? Yeah, he, he tore chest. his quad. And no, not quad. His, number th- his pack. His, uh, so his pack. So, excuse me, his pack. Towards so, yeah, but like, but like the whole point of the story was right to go on that year run and then earn the match. Instead, he got hurt. You know, act of God. It happens. Yeah. And he came back at Rumble number 30. It's just kind of like... And survived Gunther chops. It survived Gunther chops. Which, where in the hell do you put Gunther at WrestleMania at this point? Well, they're having a battle royal at a house show to see who's the number one contender for it. Whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever. What up, Charles? Hey, Charles. Uh, But yeah, I think think Cody just... And again, dude, it's only a matter of time before we start booing Cody. I'm telling you. It's only a matter of time before we get sick of hearing about Dead Dusty and we <laughs> boo the fuck out of Cody Rhodes. Well, in order so, for that to happen, he has to win the belt. And I, I do like the story of, I, that's the reason I came back. I, you know, I achieved what I got. And it's a year-long story. Like, he called it at the at the Raw the year before. And and I, I hate to say it, but it's, they're also in the backdrop of Hollywood because they're not in Hollywood. They're in Compton. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it's 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 the, it's the easiest Hollywood story you can ever tell. It's the story of the underdog, a guy doing it for his father. It just screams Hollywood ending, Hollywood story. You're in you're in the background of Hollywood. Why That's not Why not it be Cody? Yeah, no. If there's, any, if there's any time to pull a trigger, it would be now. But yeah. um... while he's hot and like, I mean. He's he's a million bucks right now, and it's one of those things. I mean, that, hey man, he is hot, but Roman's still hotter. I know, but I think that's what makes a great. I think that's what's going to make a great story and a great fight because I also think they these guys know the business so well that they are going to put together a ridiculous main event. They will. I would just. I would not be shocked if Roman kept the titles. Yeah, it's 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 going to be rough. It's going to be rough. But fact of the matter is, Sami Zayn's not replacing Cody in the main event of main events. At WrestleMania, no. it's not happening. Like, but like, who does Cody go up against? Once he, it's like Cody wins the belt, right? Okay. Who's his first feud? Uh, I don't want to say good. A ninety minute classic. Stop it! God Stop damn. it, Charles! Stop it! I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real though, Cody wins the belts. Uh huh. Who's his first feud? And his second feud? And his third feud? First feud will be a returning AJ Styles. Okay, love it. Okay, second feud after Styles because we want to do we want to do three, right? Yep. So AJ's a heel. Uh AJ's yeah. Why not? Why the fuck not? Okay. Okay. You know you can even I mean and in this this day and age in WWE you can even tease like I was a better Bullet Club member than you or some shit like that. Like th- that's good. Okay. That's going to come in there somewhere. Okay. You know. Um. So I think AJ. Uh. And then if you go, psh, ooh, I think he gives it to Sammy. It might be Sammy first, so you can get that out of the way. Okay. I, and then they stop booing him. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a mistake, man. That's a mistake right there. Yeah, I, I think at some point he might be like, oh, I'm going to give it to Sammy because he did have that moment with Sammy. But it also might be, uh, you know, the Raw after Mania kind of moment. Yeah. That they give him the match and some shit happens. Um. 
Uh, but I think AJ's your best bet as your first one. Your second feud after AJ, pending they don't sign anybody crazy because you know Jay White is still out Jay there. Jay White's rumored. Yeah, yeah, Jay White's still rumored. Um, and you don't know what's going to happen with Kenny and the Bucks because that's also been kind of you know kind of a weird discussion as well. Uh, but I think you stay away from Kenny and the Bucks as long as fucking possible. <laughs> that's not. Oh no, <laughs> sign him. <laughs> Fuck AEW. <laughs> Uh, his after AJ, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the roster. Um, don't give him Bray. Bray's not ready. Agreed. Do not give him Bray. Uh, I would love to see him and Bobby. Okay. I think him and Bobby would be cool. Back and forth. Um, and that no, not Braun Breaker, friends. You, you, you. I should block you from being in the chat at that point. Not <laughs> Braun Breaker. Uh, I think because oh, you go from AJ to Bobby, from Bobby, I would love to see by SummerSlam Cody versus Brock. Okay, all right. That's I yeah I think that's that's logical right yeah because you know okay no no let's let's say Gunther I, I I agree with Fretz Finn and Gunther would also be pretty cool eventually Finn's got to give um, Finn's got to give me a good win at some point yeah Finn's needs momentum Finn needs to stop taking L's yeah that, right? that's my Finn issue sucks we are um, gonna get Finn and Edge at Mania which okay we're, cool. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that but okay but let's let's say Roman keeps the belts let's say Roman keeps the belts and yeah Gunther keeps the belts who is he feud with Gunther uh yeah. Really? I'm thinking. I'm thinking storylines here. You can go back to Sammy, right? You can go back to Sammy. Okay. You can go back to, okay. You can go back to. You can go back to Seth. He he never because, he never really beat Seth. Exactly. You can go back to Jey Uso. That's okay. Okay. If you're right? going to keep the so bloodline like, going, okay. I know. I'm saying you're going back. You're going back. You're going back. But those three storylines are way more interesting than other than maybe. Oh, AJ I totally forgot. Um. Because he should be healed up by then. Randy. Randy can go against either or. Re- uh, no, I'm going to say I, if I replace I replace Bobby with Randy. Bobby with Randy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's I, I, I could, honestly, you, I, uh, even still, I think Roman Randy would be better. Yeah, maybe. Didn't we see Roman Randy? We might have at one point. Yeah. But who, who hasn't Roman beaten at this point? But still, like, there's, there's still meat on the bone for Seth. There's still meat on the bone for Jay. There's still meat on the bone for, for Sammy. Mm-hmm. And that meat on the bone is way more interesting than Cody versus anybody else. Well, because we know about it. But I think I, I, I like fresh and new. And we'll see what can what Cody can do with the belt. Fair. Yeah. You know. I also. I mean, it, it, is, it is a win-win regardless. I'm yeah. happy with both of them as champion. But yeah. I still think there's plenty of meat on the bone for Roman as a title reign right now. I think Roman could go another year. He could honestly, if he really, if he, if they, if they really wanted to, I think Roman could go another year and then drop to Cody next year if Cody's still hot. Which, but who the fuck knows? Cody versus Solo, Fretz, get out of here! Just don't, don't, don't give me its predictions anymore, Fretz. Solo is not getting a title shot. Stop it. Let's finish it. Finish it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The the thing is that there's a lot of freshness that could happen. Um, I just, I'm really intrigued by Cody AJ. I am too. I am did, really did, intrigued by Cody. Me, you did pick yeah. me into that one. I am really intrigued by that, Cody. That is, okay, that that's that is a little more interesting than like Roman J Uso for sure. But because you have Cody <laughs> AJ, because then at that point you'll you clearly will have uh, Anderson and Gallows with him as well. Yes. So it's that's very Marky Bullet Club. You know, yes. old school versus new school, blah, blah, blah. He can, like, you killed the original club, blah, 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 all that shit. Like, and once they stop booing Cody, the club turns on AJ and Cody is as a heel. Because <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has a teardrop tattoo in Can you hair imagine again. if they bullet club, if they did a bullet club t- turn for Cody and they turn on AJ? I'm telling you, I cannot wait to boo this man. <laughs> it is going to be the fucking greatest. There's too much uh, actually, merch for him to be booed at this moment. I know we mentioned Christian McLaughlin earlier, my very first co-host. Yeah. I reached out to him to see if he wants to come back on. He is a huge Cody Mark. Is he? He is a huge <laughs> Cody Mark, and I was a big legacy Mark Fritz. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna text him tomorrow and see if he wants to come on in a few weeks. Yeah, no, Cody Randy is good too. Like you go AJ Randy to to Brock maybe if Brock wants to work with Cody, that'd be pretty fun. I mean, there's money in Brock Cody for sure. Oh, oh so. yeah. And SummerSlam so, in Detroit, yeah, there's money in Brock. So, I mean, yeah, you convinced me. Cody definitely has options. I still think Roman has better options in terms of storytelling. Because Roman's had more stories to tell. True. He has, he has more loose ends to tie up. This to. is also pending that those loose ends aren't tied up by the by WrestleMania. I, I, can, I can predict that 
it might be the end of the bloodline come WrestleMania, and I think that's a good thing for everybody. I also have to compare it to, like, how long did, like, do these big heel factions last? Like, how long did the authority last compared to how long did the bloodline last? Like, how long did we go before we actually started to, like, make a turn? Well, the NWO lasted, like, three years the too NWO long. The NWO lasted too long, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the authority was back and forth, but, like, for, like, Four they, were, years? They, they were on for, like, two or three years. They, like, took a little bit of a break for a few months, and they were back for another year or so. Yeah, so it's, it's the, they're getting around that time. I was like, okay, it might be time to, like, make a pivot. They're really the bloodline, hot. The bloodline's been, it would be three years in August, really. No, it'll be three years in September or October. Something like that. But they're getting around that time. Yeah. Where, you know, might be at time to, to make a turn. And I, I think Cody's a good time to flip that switch in. But we'll see what happens. We still are, like, what, 38 days away from Mania, which is knocking futs. Yeah, we have so much time, <laughs> dude. So much time for a build. I'm so pumped. Yeah, I, I'm so glad. There's nothing There's nothing in the way. There's no pay-per-views. There's no roadblock. There's none of that dumb shit. Although roadblock is on NXT next week. Um, <laughs> But there's nothing in the way, and now you can have the writers write and build and build and build. And this is exactly what you want going into Mania. It's perfect scheduling at this point. Uh, but let's move on to other parts of this card. Uh, the men's Elimination Chamber match was out of this world, in my opinion. And this is one of this is probably the one of the two Elimination matches where everybody looked like a star. They got a lot of time, too. Yeah, for what was, was usually like a cool-down match. Yeah, they got a lot of time. They got a yeah, crap like, like 30, time. 40 minutes. They got a crap time. But everybody looked great. Everyone did look really good. They, they, Gargano yeah. had great counters. Um, Montez had the high spot. Uh, Bronson Reed had the uh, power spot. He was a world of... They took, what, three super kicks to take him out? Yep, they murdered the fuck out of him. <laughs> um, Damien Priest looked good. That spot was really scary. Oh, the reverse round, yeah, scared the crap out of me. Austin Austin Theory had the shit heel spots, and Seth got the I got screwed spot. Yeah. So, everyone, everyone looked, like you said, everyone looked good. And Logan Paul was let in again <laughs> really quickly. Him in his bright-ass yellow. I love Logan Paul. I don't care what anyone says. I, I, I hate the song. I'm a fan. Logan Paul and Seth is going to steal the show at Mania. It's going to yeah, happen, and everybody needs to accept it. Everybody really needs to accept that Logan Paul and Seth are going to steal the show at Mania. Dude, they're gonna tear it down. It's that's which is gross to say. That he's good that Logan Paul is going to do something else again really well. Dude, it's because like Logan Paul is just Seth Rollins like Logan you know what Logan needs to do? He needs a black streak. What do you mean? Oh, I was, you know, I was Cody like, has the blonde streak. I was like a black streak. I was like, what? Logan, Logan needs the black streak in his hair. Oh, okay. So because like, I was thinking, like, dude, they're the same size. They, they're, they're the same size. I think Logan's bigger, but okay. Logan might be like an inch or two bigger. Yeah. But like they have the same body length, and they both have the same wrestling style. Oh, they both wear pants in the ring. I love how every time Logan Paul appears, uh, Hangman Adam Page loses loses a finishing move. <laughs> that's funny Eggman Adam Page probably hates himself right now he's like god damn it he does it better than me every single time what is going on with Eggman Adam Page oh Christian's back uh, him and um, him and uh, uh, Moxie is still feuding I think oh, good for them Christian's on the floor right now in AEW oh Christian Cage yeah Christian Cage Yeah, he got taken out by Jungle Boy because that's going to lead to a match Eventually, yeah, like he'd see he got it. He was injured. Yeah, but yeah, apparently Christian Cage is fucking Britt Baker. <laughs> what? Apparently, him and apparently uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker have an open relationship. That's. I didn't see that coming. You can believe that if you want, or you, or you can not. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. It's just fun to spread the rumor. That's a great move to spread, dude. I'm not the first one to make that up, so don't give me credit. Wow. But I don't care if it's false. It's fun to say it's true. <laughs> Jeez. Christian doing it for the peeps, doing it for the peeps. Let's move along uh, to the other to the other elimination chamber, which is the women, which was an opened up a show, which is a little bit surprising. They didn't do that bad, but this was the Kana Asuka showcase, as it was designed to be. But there are still some good spots. Uh, Carmella's just Carmella, and I, I think Carmella... Doesn't get enough credit for being has good characterization, uh, but this was the Oscar yeah. show, yeah, as it should have been. Sucks. Liv Morgan did really did really well in a loss because that's what Liv Morgan does. Looks good in a I'm loss. So glad she got eliminated. Second. <laughs> like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Nikki Cross probably is the best character out of all of them. 
Mm -hmm. I just love how she's just batshit crazy. She did her high spot, and then Raquel just put her on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. I'm glad Raquel actually got to do something positive. She got a great reaction yeah. coming out. Uh, but they're... Great back. <laughs> she, she does have a great back. <laughs> <laughs> she really needs a shirt. Like, they really need to make a shirt for her where there's, like, nothing on the front, but, like, everything on the back. I don't know why Smiley hates her shoulders. Like, what do you got against her shoulders? What's the matter with there's, there's nothing wrong with her shoulders. I remember last week she was like, she, she shows too much back. It's like, we get it. You got muscles. You got, you got shoulder blades. Cool. <laughs> like, there's the pose. I was like, yeah. I, I, I like it. It's unique. It's different. I mean, it's, it got brawn. It'll be looking, yeah. It'll be great with a title belt. It's good. It looks great with a title belt on her ass. Yeah, she's, that would be a great look. She flexed with the title belt behind. I think she did with the NXT. That's what she did. with the NXT title. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I have a lot of hope for her. They just need to showcase her strength more. So, but it was it was good. This is a foregone conclusion. We're getting Asuka versus Bianca at WrestleMania. Since we can't get Bianca versus Charlotte, which I think is a giant misstep, but whatever. It is a giant misstep. <laughs> yeah. But hey, Rhea, Rhea, Rhea needs to rub. She more does. Than Bianca. She does. She does. And we can hold. So like, I, I yeah. get it. I get it. And I think I still think Rhea loses though. That would be such a that would be such a kick in the nuts. <laughs> Even though Charlotte loves losing a title, she has she that's one thing her and Rick have in common. They do. Dude, love I saw a crazy stat the other day. It was like with Roman Reigns passing nine hundred days as champion, he passed all of John Cena's title reigns combined. <laughs> Just nuts. Cena had the belt sixteen times. He couldn't reach a thousand days as champion. That's that, that sounds about right. That's crazy, dude. He did back and forth a lot when he was like the, the top guy. True, him and Randy flip flopped, and him and Edge flip flopped a little bit too. Yeah, a lot of his a lot of his robberies were very back and forth. Um, but no, it was the women's match did what it needed to do for the people that it needed to do it for, especially Raquel, which hopefully they'll start doing stuff with her and stop letting her fucking smile every single match. Yeah, like that's <laughs> a good Raquel face. I'm here. <laughs> Hey guys, look at my back. Look at my back. <laughs> my shoulder blades are bigger than my tits. <laughs> she's a good basketball player. Apparently she's really good with um carpentry. Interesting. She did she did live in Texas. What a great skill to have. Yeah, that is very good. I mean like look if you look at Bianca makes all of her clothes, which by yeah. the way, the jacket she clearly made for Montez was absolutely amazing. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> that jacket was pretty great. awesome. Pretty great, pretty great. A for effort. <laughs> that jacket was absolutely awesome. Um, so, no, it's a great school to have to be a carpenter. Work for Jesus. Uh, now to what was clearly a going to be a match-no-match. <laughs> no match. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brock versus Bobby, which is the most clusterfuck of a of a of a match no match i've ever seen like okay they had a semi-match and then brock kicked them in the nuts but now you have bray potentially involved omas what the feel what the fuck is bray wyatt and omas 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 challenged brock on monday no mvp challenge on behalf of omas <laughs> would you want omas to speak <laughs> on behalf of himself no i want omas i want omas to go back to being a ninja <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant ninja omas is great I, love I want Omas to go back to Raw Underground. When he was the doorman. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. I don't know if there's issues. Like, why Why are we not getting Brock Bobby at WrestleMania in Compton? We are. We're definitely going to. Like, don't fool yourself, Rick. You don't fall for his propaganda. <laughs> I, I usually don't. I usually don't. But I'm just like, why are we just... They got how many weeks left? How many How many weeks? Four weeks? Yeah, it's plenty of time. Five? Five? Yeah, plenty of time. At least five. Time. Yeah, it's just like, but, but why? Like, why are you getting Bray involved? Which Bray needs to do something at this point. Um, and Omas, do I like forget he's in the company? He just randomly shows up, takes out Hit Row, you know, and then moves he on. Yes, he has. He's got no buzz. Bray Wyatt has no buzz. He's not really wrestling. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> La Knight. <laughs> La Knight needs a spotlight. I love that guy. Good old LA night, but yeah, Brock Bobby at Mania better fucking happen because they do need a gimmick though. To Fretz's point, what the Brock Brock Bobby at this point they need a gimmick. What do you do? What do you do a Brock Bobby gimmick match in the middle of the card? Like where do you like? 
I mean, I would, I would love, I would, I would love a hell in a cell. Personally, that'd be pretty cool. You gotta hide. I mean, you can actually hide that cell in, um, in SoFi Sata because you have the big round LED, yeah. LED so you can yeah. hide it pretty well. And that that'd be pretty cool. But um, but hell in a cell's a bitch to look at. Yeah, it's it's being you suck if your nose bleeds because it's red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't see, you don't see shit. No, it should um, be fight pit. Fight pit would be cool. You're it's you're probably in, gonna, It's probably gonna be a steel steel cage match. No, it's gotta be a fight pit. Um, I think fight pit. Well, fight pit is a real is a bitch to put together. Um, but it's WrestleMania. They have time. It's gotta be fight pit. You gotta have a special guest referee. Um, because it's WrestleMania. Fight pit is perfect. Can you imagine Brock and Bobby in a fight pit where they kind of have to shoot on each other, but they kind of have to like remain in control? Take all my money. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. No fun for the ref. Like, I want DC to be in there to be the ref so he can just get his ass beat by two people that are much I, bigger than I, him. I don't. <laughs> I do not at all. I'd rather have Teddy Long. <laughs> Why would you do that to Teddy? Teddy Long used to be a ref. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> no, fuck it. Put in Herb Dean. Like let's let's make it real, real. Yeah, Put in her. You know, big John McCarthy, dude. You mean the uh, the guy with the giant stash? Yeah, the, no, the goatee. Yeah, go. No, isn't the one? Yeah, big big John McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making making totally a faux UFC thing. I'm all for it. Uh, you know what they gotta do? They gotta do that slap that Dana White slap contest <laughs> thing. It's where they slap each other at WrestleMania. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's when Brock Bobby comes down to do a slap. Whoever slaps first wins. <laughs> that's just, that's just back to life, dude. Oh, the power slap league. Oh my god, I'm so bad. It's so bad. It's so entertaining. Like, ooh, what's gonna happen? Yeah, you're gonna knock somebody out eventually. <laughs> oh my god. Some boys gonna get the. <laughs> There you go. Mark Henry's the ref of the fight pit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so good. And then, of course, because they had to give Canada something, Beth and Edge won. Yay. Which is good. <laughs> Which is good. It was fine. It was a good match. It was an entertaining match. Uh, Judgment Day takes another loss again. <laughs> if it wasn't for Dominic, Judgment Day would be in the hole. Dude, they already are in the hole, even with Dominic. I mean, Dominic is great. No, but Dominic, the rest Dominic of them has sucked. Rhea's great. I love how they're kind of trying to separate Rhea right now, which is fine. Um, I did also like that Beth and Edge clearly hit the Shatter Machine. Yeah. I was like, huh, that's interesting. But then you realize that uh, one of the one of the members of FTR helped train Edge to come back when you watch the doc. So I guess that had to be an homage to him. Well, who else uses the Shatter Machine? Just FTR. History? Any, anybody? No, anyone else taught history? Are they the nope, first ones? just FTR. Interesting. Yeah. GYV, or the Schism, as they're part of now, hit something that looked like the Shatter Machine, but it's not. It was called, like, Ticket to Mayhem. It's a Shatter Machine-like variant, but it's not the Shatter Machine. Interesting. Yeah, so FTR literally just is the only one that hits a Shatter Machine. They hit it kind of clean, too. Like, it looked really good. Uh, but it was a good match. It was a good little match. Edge is clearly... The fuck you oh. Dom chance are pretty great, too. Fuck you, Dominic. You know what's my favorite thing of, of Elimination Chamber? Outside of that, um, is... Did you see the guy who was on the hard cam who kept up, um, kept up holding up a sign, Chicken Soup Locky Pita? Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I was just like, I love this guy. <laughs> What, 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 what restaurant he owns? I hope he gets business. <laughs> I don't like. I I I bet you the people like in the freaking um, in the broadcast like truck were trying to be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> They're googling it. Is this offensive? No. no. Leave, leave it up. <laughs> leave it up. I wonder how many people ordered chicken soup locky pita. God, I don't know what now. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know if I've ever had it. It was so good, but Elimination Chamber was was pretty freaking wild. Apparently, Fred says it's really good. Also, Fred, before we get going, because we're pretty much at the end of our show this week, because there wasn't really much to talk about, to be completely honest with you, outside Elimination Chamber and the build. Does anybody have any idea what this AEW comment is? Because we still haven't heard anything. Tony Khan hasn't made this announcement. It's the only thing I'm holding on to the show for at the moment, because we've really talked about everything. Um, besides, the belt of WrestleMania has been absolutely fucking fantastic. I believe you got three sharpshooters. 
Which is surprisingly low. I would have taken the over on that. Yeah, well, I also would have taken the over. Yeah, I would have taken the over because Natty pulled a sharpshooter because Natty has to do a sharpshooter. And then Edge did one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, Edge did the execution. Uh, he did, did the execution. Beth Phoenix did it. Beth did it. Beth did it twice, I think. That is the one thing that we were missing from the main event. I wanted Roman to hit a sharpshooter on Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. Roman doesn't use his submission anymore. The headlock, whatever it is. Oh, it was a guillotine headlock. The guillotine. He doesn't use it anymore. <clears throat> no, that would have been a fun one to pull out for Sammy, but I would have loved him to pull the sharpshooter first. Yeah. That would have no, been the, the finish. The finish for Sammy was good because it, it was a long three count with the original ref. Yeah, no, it was good. I like I said, it was, it was a good good shenanigans were pulled, especially because uh, I didn't see it coming because it didn't have little Nates. Usually, if Charles Robinson is in the match, you're like, oh, shit's going down. It's gonna happen. But they didn't bring him in at all. Still said they should have Montreal school dropped Sammy in Montreal. Would have made it yep. by night. <laughs> it would have been the most polite riot ever, but still would have been a riot. <laughs> well, Fred's was telling me about the about how crazy they are that the fucking the Montreal Canadiens and hockey, I guess, went to the playoffs for the first time in a while and they won game one and they like tore down half the city. <laughs> <laughs> game one, guys. Come Gone on. Down. <laughs> and they lost in five. <laughs> <laughs> God, you Canadians are kooky. Okay, so there's no Tony Khan stuff. We're clearly doing Yes Chance, so Brian Danielson is coming out to talk about something. Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to go, and we're going to figure out what the hell the announcement is later on. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, if you guys have seen, to be to be fair, we went on a good run that year. Stop it, friends. You never celebrate game one. Everybody knows this in sports. <laughs> <laughs> you never celebrate game one. <laughs> <laughs> my god were you guys that ridden of a good team in Montreal <laughs> <laughs> that to pray <laughs> like an overpants hand job and like run for the fair even the Mets don't celebrate game one and they're the Mets <laughs> well, they, don't, they don't win game one that's why <laughs> that's also true it's also true no matter how much money they pull into that team they always find a way to fuck it up okay, wait, I wonder who's going to lose game one this year Verlander or <laughs> Scherzer <laughs> Scherzer will be hurt before it'll be Verlander. Yeah, fact. <laughs> you see the Grom's already hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he on a new team? Yeah, he's on the Rangers. He's already hurt. <laughs> oh, my God. That, is, that brings a tear, tear to That's my all eye. I saw him. He was like, here's a photo of of, uh, of, um, of Greg Maddox talking to, talking to DeGrom about how they're going to the same amount of innings pitch this season. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I can joke about the mental that We can do that on post. But do, before we do leave, I do want to mention that uh, we are going to be bringing in a lot more content to our YouTube pages. Uh, obviously, as you have seen, uh, War Room is coming back, or War Room is going to be re reimagined. I'm reimagining Tip of the Crown again for the Kings of the Rings YouTube, exclusively on the Kings of the Rings YouTube. And also... Uh, for your probably liking too, well, as you probably saw on the Discord already, I am bringing back Watch the Throne. I did. Yes. Uh, that, should bring, be, that should be exciting. Yes, I'm going to bring back Watch the Throne. I'm, I'm there to break the hearts of all marks almost every time that it comes out with a new episode. Uh, and I'm probably going to elaborate on why Sami Zayn shouldn't be the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm looking, excited. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to design it like uh, kind of like a Daily Show monologue. Mm. <laughs> that that that's my idea for right now, and I've set it up that way too. So it'll be it'll have its own little flair and stuff. And maybe when we get off air, will I'll show you it after the post show what I've designed in my boredom over the weekend. Cool man, thank Looking God for thank God for three day weekends. But until then, folks, let's get out of here. Let's go on the post show. Thanks on that. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 329, Church Tabernacle. I'm your host, King Ricky Rosane. You can formerly find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets whenever I return to social media, which is no time fucking soon. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast all over all of our social media. Like, share, subscribe, including liking this video. Leave us five-star reviews. This really helps us out with the algorithm. And if you're listening to us, make sure you're listening to us wherever you get all of your podcast uh, shows from by subscribing to Wrestlatic Radio, the cure from the Common Wrestling Podcast, and follow Wrestlatic Radio's social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestlatic Radio everywhere else. The links to all of our stuff are in the description below wherever you're listening to us or you are watching us, uh, including links to some of our awesome, awesome merchandise uh, that we have, which is going to be a growing, growing store uh, as more merch becomes available for us. So please do check that out and help support our, us and our brand and Wrestling Radio by purchasing some excellent, excellent merch. Will Tarashock. <sighs> What's up, guys? My name is Will Tarrish. It's season <laughs> Thomas. A-R-A-S-H-U-K. All my shenanigans are the exact same. Talking with Tarrish podcast. Anywhere podcasts can be found. Or the podcast playlist where podcasts can be found. If you like sports, uh, sports actually is all caught up. So new sports content is going to come in March. Ooh. Actually, when I bring back Alan Schoenberg and Mike Wilkins, who are two friends. So the three of us are going to go in studio, do a panel discussion, and preview the baseball season. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, boy. Ricky, they're, they're White Sox and Tigers fans, so they're just hopeless. Wow, wow. Yeah, Jesus. that's going to be that's gonna be a good time because baseball is back. So look for that opening week of the MLB season in early April. Other than that, you know, a lot of fun stuff coming my way. Um, I dropped an episode this week, this morning, on uh, with a U.S. veteran talking about his work with the VA and uh, helping um, helping veterans. Like, you, might like, you might actually like that one. There's a lot of like, you know, mental health issues of veterans and all that. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a ton of mental health issues with veterans, and the VA is kind of not always the greatest thing in the world. Anywho, folks, uh, when we come back next week, we'll be previewing AEW Revolution because hopefully they'll have a card by then as MJF is pontificating on the mic uh, as we speak. And hopefully we'll have a special guest, um, but it's unconfirmed yet, but I will be reaching out to somebody. So until next week, folks, uh, goodbye, good night. We'll see you soon, and we'll see you on the post show if you're going to stay with us here a lot on this live stream. And um, one of the people we won't be reaching out to about AEW is clearly Slack, because Slack has had enough wrestling in his home country. He doesn't need to be on the show to talk about it anymore. Fuck you, Slack. We'll see you next week.